Yo, how we doing, everyone? Welcome back on the podcast of the JV Show. Once again, here with your host, myself, Johnny Vianos. And today is our three-week annual NFL podcast. Excited because we got a week's 9 to 12. And it's gotten really, really good over these past three weeks. The NFL is kind of panning out into those divisions that we couldn't really see through the first half of the season. Now we kind of see where things are going. So I'm excited to dive into things with my main man, Luke Shepard over here. Luke, how are you doing tonight? Doing well, man. Doing well. Happy to be on again. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Happy to have you, of course. And again, as you guys noticed, talking to Luke before the show here, Obviously, we got the college playoffs coming up. I'm not a Penn State fan. I'm not really a fan of every any team at all right now. Um, I haven't watched too much this season. I'm not going to lie, but I'm wearing the hoodie just because, you know, college playoffs coming up. You got to do something. But I know Luke's a big fan. So, Luke, who do you have winning the national championship this year? Uh, basic pick, but I got Georgia. Georgia being the one seed. Uh, one of the few undefeated teams in the country, uh, you know, 12-0. And so, and my other pick that's going to go is also 12-0, Cincinnati, you know, the only other 12-0 team in that top four right now. Because there's, yeah, there's Michigan at two, and then Cincinnati three, Bama four, Georgia at one. And I got Cincinnati and Georgia going to the national championship and probably Georgia winning just because Georgia's just unbelievably good. Um, which is, I'm just excited to watch just because it's completely different in terms of the teams this year. And then hopefully next year we can get that 12 team format. Yeah. So there you go, boys. Here, heard it here first. Georgia's winning it. Credits to Luke Shepard over here predicting the future already, man. So make sure to come back to this episode and give us credits when they win the championship. Not like anybody saw that coming. <laughs> um, but as you guys know, as I stated, we're running through weeks nine to 12 in the NFL today. And always to kick things off, these NFL episodes, Luke, you know I love to start with that really big picture question. What have you learned from these past three weeks in the NFL? The floor is yours. Uh, Based on, like, talent of rosters and kind of still the injuries making such a big impact. And But the thing is, people need to take some things into account in terms of injuries. I want to go on a little different route. Um, the injuries, they, they hurt a team in terms of roster talent and they hurt a team in terms, you know, you're losing one of your guys, but then what it does is it gives one guy on your roster, the next guy up mentality, mm. and it gives your team this underdog mentality, you know, the Washington football team, they lose Chase Young. Now all of a sudden they're back in the wild card mix, you know, and you're looking at these teams and what injuries, yeah, it hurts them talent wise, but it helps them motivation wise, because then, you know, they're like, well, we're going to do this for him. You know, we're going to help him. We're in, you know, next guy up. We're underdogs now. Let's go do this. And it's working out well. I think that's, that's kind of a a big story we've seen consistently through the season uh, with other teams as well. And, uh, um, and then, yeah, talent of roster, you know, teams just, you know, when they have so much talent, eventually they get over the hump, like the chiefs, Bengals are now back in it, uh, and Tennessee, you know, roster, it's going down, it's getting bad, uh, and, you know, Seattle, I think, is an interesting one, you know, being an interesting uh, team this year, uh, you know, obviously, Russell's been out for a while, but him back, they're still really bad, just because O-line is awful, defense is awful, and they have, you know, two good receivers, and, you know, a running back who's been on IR all season, and Russell Wilson for 
five games or whatever. So they're just it's just <sighs> yeah, Seahawks. It's 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 dangerous, but in brackets after dangerous, it's from weeks one to nine, and then after that, it's just we're done. Like it's not dangerous anymore. I don't know what it has been like, but just these past few seasons, it just hasn't been the same quarterback through that back half of the season. And that's what the Seahawks are lacking. But again, the Seahawks are also lacking defense. They're lacking a lot of team play right now. They're far outside the playoff picture. I don't see them making it whatsoever this year. So I think they're going to need to reevaluate that whole team. Um, But I completely agree with you there. We've seen a lot of key injuries this year and it definitely tears down a team. But as you mentioned, it gives opportunity for the next guy to come up which is exactly what you said and I think that's great I don't want to see anybody ever get injured but at the same time it's good for these bench players to get experience even if the guy coming back is going to take the starting role again like Derrick Henry out for the season he's going to come back and take the starting role but it's giving these other guys opportunities to you know if you're a rookie slide into the NFL and get used to that experience or if you're a vet just get onto the field and play right which we saw with Adrian Peterson and we kind of talked you know if you're signing AP like you're not you're not in the right place as a team but yeah. it's fine the Titans are still somewhat succeeding somehow so I'm not gonna yeah. you know criticize it but we're gonna talk about them as we progress through the episode but Honestly, what I've learned is that no team is safe. No team in the NFL is undefeatable this year. No team is, you know, Super Bowl, here we come. It's happened like almost every year except this year. Um, it For me, it started when the Jags beat the Bills. The Broncos beat the Cowboys. That yeah. was the week that the trigger went off in my mind. I'm like, okay, this is, this is not a regular season. It was like that from yeah. weeks one to nine. But then at some yeah. point, it was just a switch and it was like, what on earth is happening? How how did how is the Washington football team beating the Bucks? How is this happening? Yeah. Right. So that's kind of been it's what's stuck to me through these unreal. first three weeks. Um, and I don't know if you've seen that at all, but that's just kind of what I've oh. taken away from these games. If I can build off that for a second, uh, yeah, that I think this is completely the the season of the wild card. Whoever, like, man, I say this, trying to be unbiased, but the Colts, man, if they get in the playoffs, Jonathan Taylor could just run the ball into the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. He can run the ball and bring the Lombardi Trophy to Indy. The, I mean, easily, the sixth, like, the NFC, we'll see what their wildcard teams can do. A team gets hot, like Philly. What if Philly gets hot? What if Washington football team stays hot and Taylor Heineke just decides to continue to go off? They could, I mean – it's kind of crazy to say they could win the Super Bowl because when you look at it, yeah, like you said, no teams are safe. None of these one, two, three, like the AFC. Right now, New England's number one. And it's like, they're eight and four. It's not hey, really a number one record. And they're, give credit it's, it's to New England because for me right now, they're my safest team, right? We're going to talk about them uh, yeah. right away. Yeah. But for me, they're my safest team. You know, six and oh yeah. in their past six. That's ridiculous. And you know what? That's going to bring me right into my second point. We'll we'll just go right into that right here. Um, let's talk about the Pats and the Washington football team here. So perfect topic. As of right now, who for you has been a s- bigger surprise? So the Pats, six and oh in their last six, or Washington football team, three and oh in their last three. Um, I would say New England because when at the beginning of the season, I said on one of these episodes where they were like two and three, maybe at the time, or two and two, they didn't look great. And Mac Jones looked fine, 
And I was like, I don't really trust them this year. Yeah. Like, they don't look that great. I would say New England's a little bit more of a surprise because I predict the Washington football team would win the division again because I don't like the Cowboys, and I didn't really think that they would win. But obviously, they're playing fine. But uh, New England probably been a bigger surprise just because, yeah, the last six, they've just looked like a completely different team. Best offensive team in the league in the last six weeks. No, Mac no. Jones has been – yeah, Mac Jones has been throwing the, the ball to – you know, guys who we like when they signed all these receivers, Kendrick Bourne, Nelson Aguilar, we thought, okay, they're getting a good receiving core, but they got no guys who can really, like, you know, be a number one. But then, you know, these guys can be number ones. But when you have three startable, like, star wide receivers, Jacoby Myers, Kendrick Bourne, Nelson Aguilar, it works out for your team. And then two elite tight ends and a great old line. Like, it's just, it gives Mac Jones everything. And obviously, the great running back. It just gives Mac Jones everything he wants to work with, and it's kind of like how they built around Brady. They just gave him everything he wanted until like late, late in his career with New England. Um, they gave him everything, and it's working out clearly. And their defense is uh, elite. Yeah, stellar. Uh, again, Bill Belichick got Mac Jones, and it is it is awfully scary looking right now. Um, we could be looking. Oh. I don't want to predict anything because what Brady and Belichick did, it's it's he can't do it again. But we're possibly looking at a very, very good team for the next decade if Mac Jones continues to develop as a player and if they continue yeah, to surround him, least. which is just, wow. Like, we're not ready for this. It's been only a year, right? So um, I'm excited to watch. I'm excited to watch what Bill Belichick can do. Um, he's clearly still got it if he's, you know, created an 8-4 team above the Bills, which I just really never saw happening. So I agree with you there because I had the football team also winning that division. But, you know, we'll think about it from like a midseason point. I don't think we saw either of these teams finishing um, – as they have in the playoffs. Yeah. Into week 12 right now. Right. Washington's even threatening for the playoffs right now. So good job to both Washington and new England for just making a fight here, especially new England. Who's currently leading the division. Now um, we'll talk kind of same topic here, but the opposite. So we're going to go bigger disappointment. So who right now has been a bigger disappointment for you as a team kind of since week nine, but a little bit before that as well, either the chargers who are two and four in their last six or the Panthers who are two and six in their last eight, because Cam is back and he is not rolling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I believed in Cam after the first game and then it clearly, yeah, he's back five for 21. Um, <laughs> And the Panthers, I wasn't still sure. I I loved them. And then when Donald wasn't good, then when they got Cam, I was like, okay, you know, I, I trusted them again. And then they dropped. So I guess maybe of a roller coaster of emotion, you could say they're the biggest disappointment, but not really going for either of these teams. I don't care if Russ is injured. The Seahawks are the most disappointing team this year. I had them literally competing for the division championship this year. And I thought they could maybe even push it for the NFC championship. Uh, they are just, they just look awful. They just genuinely look awful. I'm watching them play. And yeah, like you said, Russell's not the same quarterback right now. He's just not playing like it. DK Metcalf you know, looks nowhere near as good as he did last year. Tyler Lockett since the beginning of the season just doesn't look good. And the rest of that team is just horrendous. Um, but of those two teams, probably the Panthers. I, I think the Chargers still got it, but we'll see what happens with them. 
Yeah, I agree with you there. I still think that the Chargers still got it. They're easily a playoff contender if they put their stuff together and with their weapons easily. Panthers have been disappointing. Cam comes back, does not go well. Let's be honest. They beat the Cardinals. They're on their high and they're down now. They they are far down. So Cam is not back, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I don't know if I need to break the news to you. Yeah. And you know what? And I respect you. Let's bring the Seahawks into this mix. Personally, I was super low on the Seahawks heading into the season. I didn't even see them making it past, you know, the third spot in their division. And I had them at the fourth spot in their division, just because the other teams in that division are so talented, so talented. They're They're so good. They're just too good. And that a lot of divisions are like that this year, which has also shocked me, but that division, especially 49ers, Rams, cards, not going to happen. Seahawks. I'm not surprised to see them down there. That's why I didn't include them. But I guess for people who, expecting them to have a good season this has been disappointing but it has been disappointing whatsoever Russ hasn't been the same player as you mentioned I don't even know if Tyler Lockett's still in the league at this point um because I haven't heard his name at all <laughs> like at all and that's not even an over exaggeration yeah. ever since that one game I believe it was yeah. against the Lions don't quote me here but he had those two big touchdown catches and then it's been just shit complete garbage ever since then so yeah um, it's been awful yeah, for any Seahawks fans out there, you had that those few glory years, and ever since then, it's it's just been on the decline. So um, tough to see that happen, but I think they're just going to need to go into a rebuild phase because it is just not working out right now for the Seahawks. Um, so now that will segue more into my fifth point here in the podcast. Let's talk about undefeated teams. There hasn't been one this season. And it's not often that we see one, obviously. But in your opinion, through these last six weeks of football, we're going to watch until the playoffs, which team is most likely to go undefeated, in your opinion, through these last you know six weeks of the regular season? New England. Ah, not even close. Obviously, like you said, six out of the last six weeks. Like, it. They literally are undefeated in the last six weeks. Yep. And if they were the last six weeks for the whole season, they could be undefeated right now. They're just – they're the best team in the league right now. They, they just are. And I don't, I don't see any team being able to beat them except a team that will be able to expose maybe their one weakness, which I think is their run defense. And so you're going to have to play it – you know, there's got to be a team in the playoffs or in the, the Super Bowl – that can run the ball incredibly and has a superstar either at the quarterback helm who knows who's disciplined or you have a disciplined patient running back who just can run all over you. That's what you need to beat New England. You need a, just a superstar at one of those positions or else they're just going to pick you apart. And that's just clearly what they've shown. Yeah, um, easily New England. Yeah, this I'm gonna have to rename this episode the Belichick and Pats episode. Like we're <laughs> we're just and and respectfully because they have just they've had a very very strong campaign over these past six weeks. Obviously six and zero, beating some very difficult teams. And I think when it comes down to the wire for me right now, it's either again the Bucks, which I truly think can go six and zero, the Pats, who also I think are just on such a hot streak. So it's really between those two in the AFC and the NFC. But again, I'm going to lean towards the Pats, obviously, just because they're on that hot streak. Um, and then again, the Packers, you always have them. Uh, I think the Cardinals might lose one, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say them. But I think Packers, Bucks. And Pats, those are my top three, but Pats for sure the top. 
I think when it comes down to the wire, the only thing for the Pats is going to be the inexperience of Jones. Um, that is the only thing that I can foresee really costing them. Um, they're, they're, they, every team has weaknesses. I'm not going to you know pick apart the Pats team right now, but really the only glaring issue here is Mac Jones's ability to perform under stress, under all these fans when it gets closer to the playoffs and in the playoffs. So that is what I'm really excited to see and see if he can perform under the pressure of the playoffs. But I'm going to say that the Pats, they probably have the best chance to go undefeated to finish off the season here. So, yeah, I'm going to agree with you there. And, you know, finishing off the episode here, the Pats are going to be in this mix again, but I don't think we're going to be talking about them. Um, In your opinion, out of the eight NFL division leaders, so I'm going to list them out here, Pats, Ravens, Titans, Chiefs, Cowboys, Packers, Bucks, and Cardinals. Which of those eight do you think either A, finishes in a wild card spot, or B, actually finishes completely outside of the playoffs? I'll list them out for you here again quickly. Pats, Ravens, Titans, Chiefs, Cowboys, Packers, Bucks, and Cardinals. Um... It's a pretty Titans, heavy question. I would say just because, yeah, it is a heavy question because, you know, you got to also, yeah, you just got to think of all the teams that are in the uh, division. And I think there's only one team out of all of those eight that could possibly miss the playoffs. And I think that's the Tennessee Titans um, just because they're really cold. Colts are really hot. And, you know, it's a two-person division really. And yeah. so, you know, the Titans, they're contending with one team in that division. And if the Colts continue to run the ball over team instead of, you know, passing it 50 times a game, it's going to become a little bit more, uh, it's going to become a little bit more, have a little bit more tension on the Titans. Um, and then maybe like, there'd only be maybe one or two teams I could see being a wild card. I think most of those teams have that division locked. Like I think the Ravens could totally be one of those wild card teams just because Cincinnati, man, I think Cincinnati could go and win that division. Yeah. Cincinnati's incredible. Their defense is incredible. Trey Hendrickson has proved to not be one of those fluke free agent guys. He's proven to be an elite defensive player. And, you know, the, the offense is young, talented. Uh, I think Tennessee is more likely to miss the playoffs of the most. I think Baltimore is the more likely to, like, make the wild card. They're not missing the playoffs, but mm-hmm. they, I think that they could definitely, you know, I think there's like a 50% chance that they fall down to the wild card. Hundred percent, yeah. Um, for me, obviously Titans. I don't, I don't like the Titans whatsoever. Even if they have their full roster, their team just doesn't do it for me. Um, I don't know why. It's, maybe it's just like a personal thing, but I just when I watched them play, they're just not like a team that I'd like to see in the playoffs. Obviously, Titans fans. I know you guys. I don't want any hate. It's just they're not like a team that I enjoy watching. I don't think that they're a Super Bowl type team, but. You know, that could change with the full roster. Who knows? But I really think that they might possibly end up outside the playoffs because they're missing all their stars right now. Um, they're eight and four, but that could very well change very soon. Uh, they're on a two-game loss streak. So already we see, you know, their stars, injuries, losses wearing off from the team. I think the Colts take that division. Um, Ravens, again, yes, I see them ending up in a wild card spot, not outside the playoffs, as you mentioned, I don't think. And 
as much as we talked about the Pats, let's still consider the Bills in this conversation here that they could possibly take over this division. They, we got a really heated Monday night football matchup, which we're going to be covering on the podcast as well. Bills, Patriots for that division lead. So that could be a really big game to determine who wins the division. But regardless, I think both of those teams end up in the playoffs. So Titans really the only team out of those eight that I see kind of missing the playoffs here. And uh, just to finish things off here, Luke, as always, I'm going to ask for your Super Bowl prediction now that we have just passed week 12. Who do you got? I've been on a cold streak since the beginning of the season, man. I have not been good at all. My predictions have just gone up and down and it's gotten worse and worse and worse. Uh, I think that I'm going to give the NFC to – I am going to say that See, I don't want to count on Tom Brady, who I think is probably going to win MVP this season. Uh, but I just think because even they just won the Super Bowl, I feel that one team's just going to snap. Like, they're just going to snap them. They're just going to clip them in the playoffs and this is going to get them. And I think that if anyone would do it, it wouldn't be Arizona because of the experience. I think it'd be Green Bay. Green Bay is still – the Rams look a little bit disorganized. Yeah. Green Bay looks – like they know what they're doing. Aaron Jones will be happy and healthy by the time playoffs uh, time rolls around. Aaron Rodgers can hopefully be good by then uh, with his fractured toe. And, um, you know, the Packers just look so organized. They look like they know what they want to do, how to do it, and how to beat any team in the league. I have them probably going to the Super Bowl after beat, maybe beating Tampa in a rematch in the NFC Championship game. And then the AFC – it could go anyway. And like you said, Mac Jones and experience, I didn't even consider it. I think the only reason I didn't bring it up is just because he played in the Alabama championship game last year. So he has the level of, you know, giant national championship experience. Uh, but yeah, he's a rookie. So, you know, he's never played in the Super Bowl. And, and also just to add on that, uh, another reason, you know, why people may be just passing over it's because Mac Jones just looks so good. It looks just so yeah. normal for him that, I'm I'm actually not even worried. I, I think that yeah. it could be a problem because that's really with any rookie. It's not Mac Jones, but he yeah. is, if I had to pick one rookie who I think will perform in the playoffs, it's Mac Jones. I see the guy just cool, calm, and collective yeah. out there. So um, I'll let you continue here, but I just, I think that Jones will be completely fine, but it could, could be a problem. We never really know with a rookie heading into these huge NFL playoffs. Yeah, I completely agree with that. It's definitely like, um, it's yeah, it's definitely like, you know, it could be a problem. It's not really looking like it could be a problem just because of, yeah, like you said, cool, calm, collected. He got that from Saban, and he's keeping it under Belichick. You know, two of the greatest coaches in, like, football history almost, you know, other than, like, you know, those really past coaches like Lombardi. You know, those are, like, the two modern coaches that are just unreal. Um, but I'm going to say – that the Kansas City Chiefs are still going to come out the AFC. The Chiefs are back, baby. Yeah, the Chiefs are back. I mean, it's just they, the Chiefs, just Mahomes is getting his groove again. I think that the distractions are starting to limit, and he's starting to get like you know he's starting to realize I don't have to do too much. I just have to do what what it takes to win. And Andy Reid understands that. The offense, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, they understand that. The defense is getting their groove back on. They're, they're getting their wheels going. Um, 
and you know halfway through the season i'm like what the hell what are you doing like what are you doing you guys are sucking right now yeah and now they're now they're what seven and four top three in the afc or whatever and they're just you know number four i mean they're just they're clearly showing that they're gonna win this division they're gonna you know maybe even win the one seed and i could just see them going back to the super bowl again so then you could have like chiefs packers and Mm, yeah that that's a deadly matchup right there um rogers Mahomes, oof that'd be awesome yeah for sure two very very talented quarterbacks possibly two of the most talented quarterbacks we've ever seen in my opinion um yeah the chiefs again i i don't see them going to the super bowl because they just haven't been the same all year but they definitely have improved and i'm not going to count them out but i i like other teams in their favor on the nfc side Again, I, I don't want to count out the Cardinals, but I I really think it's between the Bucs and the Packers here. And I'm going to stick with the Bucs because I want to stick with my prediction throughout the season here. And my initial prediction was Bucs-Colts at the beginning of the year because I wanted to toss the Colts in there. Just, you know, have a little bit of a discussion. And I really think that could pan out right now with the way JT is playing, with the way the Colts are rolling. They had a rough start 0-3 there, but ever since then... I'm going six and three since week three. I'm really excited to see what Frank Reich and that team can do heading into the playoffs. And again, the AFC, one of those toss-up divisions that Pats are really the only team that I'm scared of in that division right now. Otherwise, I think the Colts can dominate in the playoffs with JT, with the way their O-line has been playing. So give me Colts, Bucks, but I would not be surprised to possibly see a Pats, Bucks, to see a Pats, Packers, um, so I like either Bucks, Packers, Colts, Ooh. Pats. Pats, Bucks would be wild, but I'm gonna keep it with Bucks, Colts for right now, just yeah. for the sake of I have faith in both those teams, and that was my starting prediction. It'd be pretty cool to see that come through. So that's kind of my thoughts here um, on the playoffs on that Super Bowl matchup, and that is gonna take us right into the end of the episode. So Luke, again, man, thank you very, very much for coming on. I hope to have you on as we near the playoffs through week 18. Yeah, I hope to be on again. It makes me happy that you said both. I was nearly about to say it, but I didn't want to seem like a biased dude, so I tried to keep it, but it makes me very happy that you would say that. And hey, man, it does look like it totally could hold up your prediction. Hope to be on again. Yeah, you know what? Here's hoping because I've had a lot. I've had a lot of close buddies who, uh, who may be watching this right now. I know they've been clowning me ever since picking the Colts, and I just love to see them make that Super Bowl because they have the yeah. team for it. Um, obviously, there's a lot of talented teams, though, so it's not a guarantee, but it would be cool to see that prediction fall through. So um, hopefully, again, everybody ex- enjoyed watching the episode. We're going to be bringing you guys a week 12 to 15 week recap and then a playoff preview before we head into the playoffs. So it's going to be a really, really good time through these months of December, January, February. I want to wish everybody a very Merry Christmas if we don't come back on the podcast before Christmas and a Happy New Year's and we will see you guys in the next episode. Peace out, guys.